0: Welcome to The New Way, the bite-sized podcast for leaders and executives like you who want to transform their organization and inspire people to work in new ways. Forget stalled progress and disappointment from upstairs. Each episode, I reveal how to communicate your vision, drive change, and become the leader that everyone loves. No BS or fluff, just the practical info that you need. I'm Dr. Kate Byrne. Get ready for actionable insights, mini-execution plans and game-changing secrets from my 20 years in the trenches, supporting senior leaders to introduce the new way. (laughs) Let's get started. Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of The New Way. I'm so excited that you're joining me for this one. How are you traveling? Today is the first day that it feels like spring is in the air for me here in Canberra. The sun is shining. It isn't bloody raining or freezing. I've got our doors and our windows open to let the fresh air and the sunshine in. And this light is definitely putting a spring in my step today. I hope that wherever you are, I I really hope that you're feeling the same and that there's something that is, you know, keeping your spirits high. So today I'm pulling back the curtain and sharing my take on a commonly held belief. And look, I should say from the outset, you might not agree with me straight away as I'm talking about this and that's okay, but stick with me because I have a feeling I might just change your mind. Now, let me start by asking you a question. Do you always need a change management strategy? Here's my controversial take. No, you don't. (laughs) Now, before you freak out on me, let me explain why you might not need one. Let me start with what is a change management strategy? Let's bring it back and start at the beginning with definitions. For me, a change management strategy is a plan of action to achieve a really significant long-term goal – your strategy defines your overall aim and it puts a stake in the ground to really claim the overarching approach that you're going to use to get there. I think that the word strategy is seriously overused these days. Strategies are super popular at the moment, aren't they? I wonder if that's because if something has a strategy with it, the intent is that it has, you know, kind of a bit more gravitas or something like that. For me, you know, when every man and their dog has a strategy, it just kind of has the reverse effect and it's kind of lost its oomph as a consequence. Now, before we dive in, let me say for the record to the organizational change managers that might be listening to this, yes, you're probably working on very important elements of a change or transformation program right now. My take is that it doesn't necessarily mean that you need a standalone change management strategy. Do you need to carefully consider and plan what you're doing? Do you need to apply creative problem solving and use your incredible expertise to design the way forward? Do you need to document what you're doing? Well, yes, yes, yes to all of that. I just don't think that a brand new change management strategy is appropriate or relevant to every project or initiative. So now that I've made that disclaimer, let's get stuck in. (laughs) When do you need a change management strategy? For me, it comes down to needing a change management strategy for big ideas and for big initiatives, for big, bold moves. Everything else should just have an action plan that aligns with and fits under the big overarching strategy. My take is that your transformation program should have one strategy, one change management strategy, and then it should have a series of action plans to deliver it. Now, let me give you some examples here. Let's say your organisation is shifting to activity-based working and working from anywhere. Uh, Of course, that should have a change management strategy. That's an exciting time. It's a big, bold change, especially if your organisation is a large government department or it's one that's fairly established with thousands of employees. But that big move will likely be made up of a bunch of different initiatives or steps or things that need to be done along the way, won't it? For example, there will be building works and refit-outs. There will need to be a lot of updates to corporate and HR policies and programs. And I bet that there's going to be updates to the technology, the actual equipment that employees use, and changes to the digital workspace that everyone is meant to engage with. Doing all of this and, you know, switching to and really bedding down activity-based work might take your organisation years to achieve, but even so... I think that you should have one overarching change management strategy that holds the whole program of work together as a cohesive whole. And then, of course, you'll have project plans and work plans and training plans and communication plans, all of those kinds of action plans that spell out exactly how this phase of the work is going to happen. You might also have some change management action plans on a page that drill down to cover the nitty gritty of a specific project or an element of your big Transformation Initiative. Does that make sense? Let me give you another example. Let's say that you're introducing an entirely new way for people, people like your employees and your suppliers and your industry partners, those kinds of folks to input and track important information in your organization. Maybe by introducing this new IT system, you're digitizing previously manual business processes in a way that has never been done before in your organization. And that's going to impact thousands of people. Now, thousands of folks are, of course, going to need to change their behavior and their old school paper-based processes and use the new system instead. That's pretty cool. That is a big, bold, transformational move, and you should definitely have a single overarching change management strategy in place for this program of work. But now, let's say that after you deploy the new system and folks start learning about it and thinking about how it's going to work best for them, the IT team get a bunch of requests to update the system or to add new features, that type of thing. Now, this is actually a very common situation and it can take a lot of time and effort and investment to work with different business areas and teams to really optimize the system for them and to get them on board and using the system. But do you need a standalone change management strategy for each of those different change requests or tasks? No, you don't. No, you don't. In that situation, I'd recommend that all of the system remediation work and all of the ongoing change management effort is aligned to a single overarching change management strategy. And then to appropriately consider, control and document all of that work that's going on, I recommend that you have action plans sitting under that bigger strategy, So perhaps you have a change management plan on a page that refers to, uh, you know, the change impact assessment from the overarching single strategy, the single change management strategy. Perhaps you have training and coaching and communication action plans that lay out the aligned and coherent actions that your change team will follow to help solve the business problem and support system adoption. You see, the big opportunity of having just a single change management strategy with many action plans sitting underneath it has to do with alignment. When all our change management actions really are underpinned by the same big picture understanding, the same approach and the same delivery principles and rules, well, the sum of our efforts really are bigger than all of the constituent parts. It really does happen that way. Given that change management strategies are for your big, bold moves and that they cover longer-term aims and significant goals, I think it's worth spending a bit of effort to get it right up front. The bigger and more important your transformation vision, the more important it is to get your strategy right up front. Your change management strategy is the foundation and the compass for all of the change effort to come. And of course, this is especially true when you're likely to have a number of action plans that are going to sit under. your change management strategy in the way that we've just talked about. So let's now talk about the most important part of getting your change management strategy right. First up, it is incredibly important to appropriately diagnose the business problem. (laughs) Now, this means really understanding the business problem that your transformation agenda and your transformation initiative is going to overcome. Experience tells me this isn't as easy as you might think in fact i see a lot of change management strategies and plans that are focused on solving the wrong problem or the areas where the change effort is going to be invested it's just unlikely to deliver the results that are really going to help solve the business problem so it's worth spending a bit of time on making sure you've clearly identified the business problem up front I've heard people say something along the lines of something like, if you have one hour to create a strategy, you should spend 95% of your time clarifying and defining your understanding of the business problem, and then only 5% of the time coming up with a solution. Well, the same thinking applies to your change management strategy. Now, a quick tip I have to help you out with uncovering the real business problem that you're dealing with and that you're trying to solve is to ask yourself and your change team the question, why is that the problem you're solving five times in a row? So for example, let's say you ask yourself what problem your digital transformation initiative is solving and you come up with something like to get all employees using the same platform. That's cool. But then I suggest asking again, why is that the problem you're solving? Maybe your answer will be something like, so all of the organization's records will be in the same system. And then ask the question again, why is that the problem you're solving? And see what comes up. Perhaps it's going to be something like to meet our new legal obligations or maybe it's going to be to be more efficient or perhaps it's going to be to align to the system our parent agency uses or maybe it's going to be to get ready for a whole of government shared services arrangement. Whatever it might be, go through this activity and ask yourself and the team five times and it's going to help you identify the core business problem that you must address with your change management strategy. Of course, part of defining the business problem is really understanding what we want to achieve. Your change management strategy needs to cover the vision for the future, the desired end state, why we need to change and what will be different in the future. It's super important to understand where the business is at now. And as far as I'm concerned... That just isn't possible without really understanding who your stakeholders are, engaging with them as in live human to human uh, engagement to understand where they're at, what's worked and what hasn't worked in the past and using benchmark data to describe the current state. That is going to be really helpful. You're going to thank yourself later on for doing that. (laughs) For me, that is the basis of any solid business readiness and change impact assessment and it's Just not possible without getting out there, talking to people, really listening and checking out what's going on with your own eyes in the business, so to speak. Next up, a great change management strategy needs to consider the options. You need to decide the best approach and you need to claim the overarching approach that you're going to take to solve the business problem. Now, for me, this is the main meal of the change management strategy. Everything else was just a starter. It was just an appetizer that helped us get to this point. Claiming the overarching approach to take is critically important, especially now that we agree that we have to have just a single change management strategy with many action plans sitting underneath it. For me, the last really important things to include in a change management strategy are the principles, the policies, guidelines, and business rules that we're going to follow to deliver. These elements are like the roadmap that everyone is going to abide by and use, like the road rules. These are the things that will help us bring our overarching approach that we've claimed to life across all of our change effort. So there you have it. That is my take on whether or not you really need a change management strategy. And of course, I also just mentioned a few of the most important elements that I recommend you include in any change management strategy. I know that not everyone will agree with my perspective on this. I know it's a little bit controversial. I can just imagine some old school change managers listening to this and shaking their heads. (laughs) Do you agree or disagree with me that not everything needs a change management strategy? I would love to know. Head on over to LinkedIn. You'll find me over at Dr. Kate Byrne and drop me a DM letting me know. I can't wait to get your take on this topic. I think it's so interesting. Thank you so much for spending this time with me today. As always, I hope our conversation has offered a few golden nuggets for you and a whole bunch to chew over. I have so much fun chatting with you each week and I can't wait to catch up with you again next time. Until then, have the best week. Take care and bye for now.